Welcome to Shelve Under Podcast, the Toronto Public Library podcast for readers, writers, and everyone practicing physical distancing. That's right. Today, we're bringing you a special mini-sode to give some recommendations for library resources you can access from home while library branches are closed due to the COVID-19 virus pandemic. My name is Wendy, and today I'll be joined by my colleague George to talk about what he does at work and some library resources he finds useful. We realize this is a difficult time and hope that our recommendations can help those seeking a distraction. Our thoughts are with everyone in the city, especially those keeping essential services running. George Panayotu is a digital media specialist at Toronto Public Library. If you've listened to our podcast before, his voice is going to sound familiar. He records our closing credits, and he also adds the music at the beginning and the end, and he improves the sound of the podcast overall in different ways. Um, but that's not all he does. George, welcome to Shelve Under Podcast. Hey, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do at TPL in your job? Well, uh, basically, as the title implies, digital media specialist, uh, it might job covers working in a wide range of digital media, anything from working with audio to doing photography to shooting and editing video. I do all of all of that for, you know, many different purposes at the Toronto Public Library for our social media channels, for promotional purposes and all that kind of stuff. Um, like, like what kinds of things do you do you create? So I'm part of a uh, digital media services team which is within the department of CPC, which is Communications Programming and Customer Engagement. And we create a variety of digital content all across uh, Toronto Public Library's social media channels. But also I'll do things like, you know, branch photography or, or doing photography of events. Our Appel Salon programming, you'll probably notice that there's a guy there with a video camera and a, uh, and a still ph uh, photography camera. So that's me. I'm, I'm basically capturing the the interviews and, you know, the discussions in the salon. And then that video gets edited and put onto our social media channels, basically. So a variety of things, podcasts as well, like Shelve Under podcast and a variety of other podcasts that TPL produces. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds fun. So how did you get into this line of work? Like, how did you get started with this? You know, ever since I was a kid, I've loved telling stories. Like, I mean, there was always a camera around the house. My dad bought a Super 8 camera when I was very young that we took on a trip with us to Greece, and we, we filmed a bunch of stuff. And then after that, it was a VHS camera. So there was always some kind of thing going on. He was also a little bit of a shutterbug, too. Um, so it kind of started from a young age. I was I would make home movies around the house, and then eventually in high school, eventually leading to me uh, making a feature-length film, or rather a video, because we shot it on a video, with a couple of my classmates. And uh, it was just like a mishmash, pastiche, really bad martial arts film. And uh, we showed it in class, and the, they just, the reaction was, was wild. From then, I was kind of, I was pretty sure that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to sort of, you know, tell stories uh, like that. And... The year after, uh, we actually, our school started a our first ever provincial video festival. And so I was already working on the next project anyway. And I shot a, a feature length uh, video, which won. 
And soon after that, I went to uh, university, studied film and television, and then uh, after that got work in film and TV and doing a bunch of freelance stuff, as well as actually doing some theater work as well. And I started working for the library actually as a theater technician with that experience. Right, because there are there are theaters in library branches, a couple of a couple of locations. Yeah, there are three theaters. There's a there's Palmerston, Fairview, uh, Library Theater, and uh, York Woods Theater, which right now is closed for renovations. So I started working in the theaters. Then, you know, subsequently this position came up, and it was like a confluence of like everything that I had ever done. Um, I should mention, even when I was in high school, I picked up the guitar as well and started like recording myself and learning how to play guitar. So. There was always this like audio visual like element in my life, you know, I was always kind of like expressing myself in some way, like creating things. I just kind of had that need from like a very young age to to do that. And uh, this this job kind of was like the perfect, you know, I could get paid for doing this. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now this is what you do every day. This is what I do every day, yeah. So what are you what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on at the library since you've started working here? Uh, other than this one, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. totally unbiased opinion. Totally love shelf, uh, <laughs> love shelf under. Um, I'm, I'm really, I really love the uh, Writers Off the Page podcast that we do. It's called Writers Off the Page: Forty Years of Tifa. I'm going to plug it right now. It's, it's really awesome, actually. Though we take archived interviews and uh, and readings from the Library Archives of Canada, and uh, with their permission and with the estate's permission as well, we cut that material together. And basically, we form a podcast. Um, we record intros and outros for for that podcast with Randy Boyagoda, who is a, a professor at the University of Toronto, who creates some context for the, this story interview, you know, reading that we're about to hear from this author. That's really cool. The other one I really love doing uh, yearly is the Design a Bookmark uh, videos for our Design a Bookmark uh, contest winners. Oh, yeah, those are so and cute. There's like yeah, the, little kids who draw bookmark, basically design bookmarks, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, we interview the, and showcase the winners uh, every year. And it's just really cool because I get to just talk to these kids about what they think about creativity, why it's important to to draw and to express yourself. And it's just it's great to see their excitement, too, because I see a little bit of myself in, in those kids and their kind of like, you know, need to like express themselves and 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 be creative and it's it's just a cool way of just being a part of that yeah yeah oh, that's that's really great um and you were we were talking earlier and you mentioned that you use some resources from the library in your work um i'm wondering if you could talk a bit about those since i was a kid i mean um i i was always one of those like pathological borrowers of of like a million library books and i would come out of the library with like an armload full of these books Maybe read a few of them, and a lot of them would end up being overdue. I mean, I'd always pay my fines and everything like that. But um, and I, I mean, I, I begged more than one librarian in my lifetime to like help me reduce my fines. I'm like, I'm sorry, and uh, they definitely took pity on me. But um, I was always curious. I always had this thirst for knowledge, and anything that I was pursuing at the time, I always really wanted to know everything about it. And like I said, it was you know, it applied to video, it applied to recording. So the library was always this resource for me. And that's continued to this day. I, I feel like you never stop learning. You never should stop learning. And I'm always trying to like, you know, refine my skills and sometimes even remind myself of like the basic things of, you know, uh, the fundamentals of what it is that I do. Uh, because I think you could get bogged down in some of the technical stuff, but it's important to just 
you know, be reminded of the basics. And like just off the top of my head, um, lynda.com is an excellent resource. Um, what I love about lynda.com is that uh, they have these essential training courses. So if you basically just type in essential training for, let's say, like a piece of recording software, like GarageBand, you can learn it from like the ground up, essentially. I Like off the top of my head, there, that's actually one that exists that I've used before. Um, and it's cool because if you're a beginner, or if you're advanced, it doesn't really matter. But you're learning from like professionals who take you through step by step how to use these uh, different bits of software to kind of just really round out your knowledge really well. You have guys like Bobby Ausinski, who's just like a, a very decorated mixing engineer and recorder. Guys like that are, are teaching these courses. So it's it's a little bit better than like some stuff that you may find on YouTube, which may be a little dubious. It's a little bit more structured, I find. So I really like lynda.com for that, plus ebooks as well. There's some really good stuff that I've come across, especially being like an independent musician and sort of my own mixing engineer for many, many years recording my own stuff. Mike Sr. has a really great book series, which is called Recording Secrets for the Small Studio. That I would recommend people just go out and grab and just, it, it gives you like a ground up approach again with microphones, you know, digital audio workstation systems like Cubase or GarageBand and things like that. Um, and people could just go to our website and search for that, right? And it's probably in Overdrive or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they can get it through Overdrive uh, or just like, you know, direct access online through uh, the Toronto Public Library's website. Another one that I could recommend is mixing secrets, because like once you've done recording, you also want to learn like how to mix uh, your audio as well. So Mike Sr. has a book called Mixing Secrets for the Small Studio. So highly recommend that. What I basically do, one of my favorite functions that TPL has put out there is the saved lists. And I'm like mm -hmm. a compulsive list maker. So I'll just create these like little like subject headings, you know, audio recording or this or that. And I'll put all like the books that I want to read. So like I, you know, I still have that like that little 11 year old who's like <laughs> borrowing like hundreds and hundreds of books. But now I'm a little <laughs> bit more measured because the lists allow me to kind of contain my, you know, my joy, my... <laughs> My insanity, if you will. and uh, Yeah, instead of a stack of books, you have like a stack of books that you're going to borrow, like in a, a digital stack. Absolutely, yeah. And and just in case anyone's wondering, the way you get to the save lists, if, if you're looking for something in our catalog, um, there'll be a button next to an item that says save. And if you click that, you're saving it to a list and you can sort them in different ways, like George is describing. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I'm, I'm always making lists. And, and once this feature rolled out, I was like, oh my God, two two things. I was like, finally. And, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Somebody understands me. <laughs> but it's really cool. It's it's a really great way of keeping track, and uh, I'm so glad it's 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 part of the whole user interface uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good feature. Yeah. Kudos to the people who developed it. Um, now, another thing I wanted to ask you about. So, in addition to using these skills at the library, uh, you also record your own music, right? Um, can you tell me a bit more about that? Like, I understand that you have a band. Can you tell me what they're called? And yes, I have a band. It started out uh, with just me, because, like I said, I was always just playing around with equipment and recording stuff uh, and slowly building up my own uh, home studio. Like I, from the age of 16, I was recording on little four track analog cassette machines to when digital came around. I start, I bought my first digital uh, audio interface and then just little by little, I was like learning my craft and also, you know, learning the guitar, but at the same time learning about how to record the guitar and among other instruments. And eventually my system got to the point and my I felt like my songwriting got to the point where I just started recording and I, uh, the band name is West Coast Grey and it started out with, with me. Um, 
I ended up recording three albums by myself, and then uh, I put stuff out there and actually found musicians that were interested in playing the stuff live. And we just finished our fourth album now, which is featuring myself and uh, Phil Metcalf on drums, Roman Laz on guitar and, and, and bass. And again, just kind of like doing the, using the guiding principles of just like indie music, just do it yourself kind of like thing. Funny thing is the software that I'm using allows me to like take tracks that my drummer has recorded because he actually lives in Connecticut right now. So he sends me drum tracks that he's recorded in his home studio using basically GarageBand uh, and a little Focusrite interface unit, which is like 200 bucks, super cheap, really easy to get. And he records that stuff and he sends it to me and I record over top of it and, and mix it all together. And, you know, you have a song, basically. <laughs> and, and what's your what's your new album called? So the new album is tentatively called The Cursed Image. I haven't really fully decided upon that. I'm really terrible with, with titles. No, but that's a good title. I like it. Thank Cursed you. Image. It's the fourth album, and uh, hopefully within the next month it should be should be out there for for download, streaming, purchase, and, and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited about it because everything I did before was totally, totally digital. Even, like, the drums were, like, programmed. So I did it all myself. But... You know, any musician knows that it's really nice to play with people as well, to, yeah. like, to get that energy from, from other people. And, and I've always done that, but in a, the band setting, it's always, like, so difficult to get that going sometimes. And uh, mm-hmm. finally, when I was able to do it, you know, it was just like, well, we have the technology, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's make an album kind of thing. Yeah. And, and because we've been talking about recording music, uh, so you've actually set up your recording gear and we're going to record a live performance of George performing songs from his new album. Um, can you tell us what you're going to play? Yes. Um, this song is called Onk Omega and it is the lead single off of the new album called The Cursed Image. And which and Uncle Mega currently right now is available for free download from uh, my SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com slash West Coast Gray, G-R-E-Y. And uh, I'm just going to play it for you now. by sun, tempted by moon, what is a fool willing to say, to get his way, chasing the clock, leave him behind, past is the trash of anchorless mind, owned by suspicion and by fear.
So this track is called Running Against the Wind, and it actually is on the new album, hasn't been released yet, so this is, I think, the first time anyone is going to hear it. So I'm really excited to play this for you. Uh, it's called Running Against the Wind. Running Against the Wind 
seem dark It's because I am And if I seem far away It's cause I am Because running against the wind was all I knew Because running against the wind was all I could do And if I seem wrong shape us into something else so tell me why why is it this time you and i can catch the balloon at the edge of the cliff because running against the wind was that that sounded really great i hope so thank you (laughs) (laughs) so this has been uh george panayotu he's a digital media specialist at toronto public library and he also writes and performs music with the band west coast gray thank you so much for being on the podcast george it's totally my pleasure wendy thank you so much for for having me and uh yeah be well be well out there everyone be safe yeah everyone be safe thanks a lot george
Panayotu and Wendy Banks work for the library. Music by Highs. Shelve Under Podcast is a Toronto Public Library production. It is produced by Wendy Banks, Jason Bazadian, Ted Belke, Michael Warner, and Christina Wong. With production assistance by George Panayotu. Thank you.